Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 41 of But Enough About Us, yes. the sometimes weekly podcast. 41. I'm Glenna. Wow. I'm Eric. Are you, are you playing the ukulele? Yeah. Uh, are you, did you, is this something new? I've had the ukulele for quite a while. I expressed to Tad one day that I wanted to learn how to play. And uh-huh. I was going to buy a cheap one at Amazon. He actually bought me a, a nice one. Wow. And then I felt really pressured to learn to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, thought, that, as you should. <laughs> I thought, let me buy a cheap one. And that way, if I don't play it much, I don't feel guilty about it. Oh, look at you. Right. So over the pandemic, a friend of mine and I took online lessons and basically just did stuff that I probably could have done on my own. Right. Um, but it was a nice way to sort of shove us into getting into the the habit of practicing. So I'm not very good. And I was just going to play into the room. Um, well, I, you're, what I, you're better than me. I mean, well, I also have another guitar. I have a Ted's guitar next to me. And I don't know if you know how to play any string instruments, but I feel like at my advanced age, memorizing chords really is a bit of a task i don't i didn't anticipate it being quite that difficult and and my fingers are short so i thought they would Mm. fit fit around the neck of an ukulele quite well when it turns out actually um there are things i can't reach like there is a lot of coordination involved with the B chord where you've got a, as they say, bar with one finger where you put your finger across the strings and then your other fingers are doing other things. And it's almost like my brain is saying, yep, I can't make that happen. So pick another song. <laughs> it doesn't have a B in it. I don't know. It's Anyway, it's, really very fun. Funny. it's a really fun little instrument. Well, Sophia taught herself how to play the ukulele. Yeah. Um, uh, the whole YouTube extravaganza scenario where you just go on and they teach it. And then Andy actually taught themselves guitar. You know what? You so can the... learn how to do almost anything on YouTube. It's yeah. fantastic. I can, I, I, I taught myself how to repair my washing machine and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and oh yeah, all kinds of, I, I mean, I thank God, by the way, thank the Lord almighty for giving us people that actually want to record this stuff and help people out. Mm-hmm. because that that also too is a labor of love which i i'm 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 so grateful for because it saved me countless thousands of dollars and hours of aggravation and yeah with my car with my house with everything um everything down to you know changing simple watch batteries where you know you go to the mall and they want to charge you 25 bucks for a, yeah. a watch battery yeah. to uh and in fact andy got so good that i Bought them a, a electric guitar, so I had this. I, I never told you my guitar story. I don't think I've heard your guitar story. So this is the I went down your route, except I, <laughs> I never actually got a lesson. So anyway, we're at the we're down at the music place, mm-hmm. and we had to go in there to either buy some more reeds or a new mouthpiece, or something like that. Anyway, they had a classical guitar, you know, just a you know a acoustic guitar yeah. on sale. Normally, it's like one hundred and seventy nine dollars. 
uh, we're selling them at $199. Nice. And I've always wanted to play. So my grandfather had a guitar that he never played, but it was a left-handed guitar because <laughs> my grandfather was lefty. Oh. And it sat like furniture and he never, but he never played. He, he mm-hmm. didn't know a single, but as a kid, I would pick it up and I would, you know, strum it and goof around with it. Mm-hmm. And and then I thought, you know what? I, I really want to learn something. I really want to yeah. learn to play this thing. So I'll buy it. And at worst comes to worst. It's a nice little conversation piece. It sits in, we have a little music room. So yeah. it sat there and sat there. And finally, Andy picked it up and just was like, I think I kind of like this. And next thing you know, was doing songs and playing actual music. That's on top so of the fact cool. that, well, they also both, both of them play piano. Okay. So on top of the percussion and the, and the, uh, the clarinet. So then I, I think that caused Sophia to be like, Hey, I want to learn how to do the ukulele. So then the two of them were actually playing it together. And then my buddy Carlos would come over and play the piano. And oh, then, uh, then my buddy Scott would come over and play the bass and or the, so we had, we had a little jam session. I was the only one that wasn't part of it. Cause I'm, I'm not that. You were the athletic supporter. Or you could have been the singer. Wow. The athletic supporter. (laughs) If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Wow. So I'm a jockstrap. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that a line from Porky's? I think it is. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, it's whatever you're doing over there. It sounds wonderful. Keep it up. Today. We're not talking about music or the guitars at our houses that are gathering dust because people bought them and didn't learn to play well, them. Well, no, no, my, my, I, mine are being used. I, I just, it's just not, not by me. Right. <laughs> so we were sort of wondering this. If you ever go to the movies and feel like it's like so funny or so dramatic or so big, 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 and then you see it at home mm. and you just don't have that same feeling about it like uninhibited at the theater. And since so many people are laughing loudly, you laugh loudly, which I don't know about you, but I laugh loudly no matter where I am. It's Mm -hmm. just who I am. Yes, me too. Yeah. We were just sort of thinking about that. The original Hangover. The Hangover. That movie to me was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in a theater. And I don't know if you felt that way. Did you see it in a theater? I saw it uh, elsewhere, but it was. It, 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 it still holds the true test of time. And Bradley Cooper was not that big of a star at that point, was he? I, I don't really. I don't know. I mean, I don't... he was. I mean, he's kind of a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Please, if I ever meet Bradley Cooper and this comes back to bite me, which will never happen. But in case it happens, I become uber famous and I, I meet him sometime and he's yeah. like, hey, I heard your podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> called me a pretty boy. Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least yeah, you yeah. didn't say something like, yeah. you know, I want to lick his face. I mean, it'll be OK. You can. I don't think he'd be offended. Well, by a pretty boy. actually, I, you know, funny that you say that. <laughs> If if I did have the opportunity, I, yeah, you know, and there's nothing sexual about that. No, I'm, I'm just gonna nothing. say honestly, I think it would be like just you know a funny thing to do. I'm sure in some countries it is a proper greeting. It's the new Rochester TikTok greeting where we just I, walk up and lick your face. <laughs> you know, it's like a cat or a dog would do the same thing. I mean, what's the difference? Of course, I saw that movie in the theater. I said to Ted, "You have to see this movie," and so we watched it at home. And I couldn't decide if it was because I was no longer in the theater, like with the sort of presence of everyone else there who was laughing with you and the enormity Uh of the screen and the volume that they have all the speakers on, which is like, uh, it goes to 11. 
<laughs> and I can't figure out if it's just because you're there and it's just sort of you're part of this group who's watching it that makes it extra funny or if it really was that funny and then seeing it the second time because there was nothing unexpected. It wasn't as funny because hmm. he didn't find it nearly as funny as I did the first time I saw it. Ah, so you're you're a victim of this of the laugh track of the actual live laugh track then a little yeah. Yeah, you and got so, you got sucked into the vortex. I felt the same way about Bridesmaids. Howled in the theater and saw it at home That's and so just didn't it didn't hit quite the same. And I just wonder there must be some phenomenon where seeing something on that big screen with like-minded people Mm-hmm. All laughing in unison, maybe, I don't know. I would tend to agree. I mean, I think that the that's hence the whole laugh track and, you know, and television sitcoms was invented or is used because mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same thing. When one person laughs, you hear multiple laughs. Look, it's kind of like being in it. Sometimes I see comedians and I'm, I'm like, they're not that funny. But then you go to right. a comedy club and there's a whole bunch of people and and maybe there's, uh, as I like to say, some comedy lube going on there with uh, some uh, adult beverages. And next right, thing you know, right. it is, it actually is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, no, I, 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 and I think also too, by the way, it doesn't necessarily have to be a funny thing. I, I went and saw the new Top Gun uh, Maverick. Oh, how'd and, you like uh, that? I wondered about that. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Sophia and I went. After, so first of all, my my youngest, who's twenty, had never seen the original Top Gun. It's just oh, not, it wasn't I, one of those. Have your kids seen it? Listen, I hope you required as a prerequisite she see the original first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched. Okay. We, we watched it. We watched the original first because there was uh, not that this is, this is no spoiler alert, but yeah. we we act, they actually have flashbacks to mm-hmm. the old, to the old movie. I mean, it's, yes, they it's, should. It's, well, it's a it's a tie-in, right, to the first movie, and so yeah. And I even said to her after the fact, I said, "Well, did you like the new movie?" And she said, "Yes." And then I said, "Do you did you think it was important to see the first one?" She goes, "Oh yeah, for sure," because I wouldn't have understood the, the even the flashback references without having the full context of it. So yes, I, and so here's the funny part: I actually went flying with my neighbor. My neighbor is a is a, a pilot. Oh, and how him, fun! Him, him and four other guys own uh, a little Cessna 172. Yeah. And so last Friday we went out flying. It was super cool. By the way, I have the bug. So I'm, I'm he's he's like sending me spreadsheets of how much it costs that I that I could be a pilot or yeah. you know I could, I could get my pilot's license and mm-hmm. the whole thing and. And so I, and I'm, I'm actually considering it, but that's a completely different story. So anyway, on the side, so of course we're up there. And by the way, the coolest part of mm-hmm. that is you get the headsets with the, with the microphone. Of course. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. And you feel yeah. cool as crap. I mean, it is, it is, it is it, yeah. You're like, ah, yeah, is, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm on, you know, so we, we take off, he, he gets going and he goes, all right, well, here you go. You can, you can, you can drive the plane. I'm oh. like, what? And so he just shows me a couple little things. And next thing you know, I'm piloting. And I'm, by the way, I flew down uh, over the Mount Morris Dam. And Letchworth Park. Letchworth Park. Wow, and then, that's awesome. Uh, we did a couple of circles over Canisius Lake. And then I flew up Canisius Lake. We were going to head out towards Batavia, but the skydivers were out that night. So we wanted to kind of stay away from them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, that could have been. We didn't need any, any, problematic. any strange people landing on our airplane. <laughs> right. You see, a, you see a face plastered <laughs> yeah, to your windshield. Boink. What the heck was that? <laughs> yeah. So I turned to him, you know, after, and now, now at this point I'm piloting the aircraft and I'm mm-hmm. thinking this is pretty cool. And he goes, oh, just, you know, dude, you know, pick a point out in the distance and just kind of, kind of just go towards it, you know? And mm-hmm. so you're, you're doing your thing. And I turned to him and I said, Hey, did you see the new Top Gun? He goes, yeah, it wasn't really, I didn't really like it. I, it wasn't really, oh. I thought. 
I thought, oh, and he said to me, did you like it? And I said, well, you know, I have to be honest. I said, I enjoyed the fact that I know that Tom Cruise was actually piloting and did a lot of that stuff himself. I said that that was impressive. It was a, a thing on, it was either on Netflix or Hulu. They had a, like a, like they showed how they trained for it. All those guys, because oh, yeah. uh-huh. they're actually pulling those G like when they're doing that, you haven't seen it, correct? I've not seen the new one. No. Oh, so yeah. when they're doing all this crazy stuff where they're, they're doing eight, nine and 10 G's, they're actually doing it. Like oh. you're actually, you're actually witnessing it. I mean, most people black out at over eight cheese or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So it's pretty intense. Anyway, long story short, movie's good. I would recommend seeing it in a theater with like-minded people and you'll probably enjoy it much better than you will on a small screen somewhere else. So, How many G's before you pass out? I just want to look that up. <laughs> oh, well, it's it, look, it's crazy. I mean, you don't get enough oxygen. Okay, most people would pass out with head-to-toe G-forces of just four or five because our hearts can't summon the necessary pressure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I used to uh, date somebody who was uh, learning to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. And I remember going up in uh, Cessna with him one time and thinking, <laughs> I don't know, it's just so tiny. Yeah, I was a little bit freaked out. Just, really? Yeah, I was. But I get it. I mean, I get well, he, had, he must have rush. had his pilot's license if you if he took you up by himself. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. So then, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he wasn't training to be a pilot. He no, was. And, a no, pilot. and I think, I think he, he went on to fly commercial flights. So I, yeah, there was no question about his ability. It was just here we are in a little tin can way up above the earth. And it freaked me out, much in the same way that I think a hot air balloon might do. So we saw right. a hot air balloon mm-hmm. down, down in Letchworth. Yeah. Yeah. One, it was, it was, it was very interesting. Yeah, but it was weird. It was just kind of hovering like maybe 50 feet off the ground. It wasn't going anywhere. (laughs) It could have been been tethered. No, 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 no. no. We actually flew pretty close enough that we could see that it wasn't tethered. (laughs) And it wasn't wasn't any, it wasn't any place that it would, it it was kind of odd. We even remarked like, what's he doing? Like, he's just hanging out there. Um, I was very much taken by it. Like I thought, you know, this could be cool if I had an extra 10 grand you know, laying around, this, around would, yeah. this, this would be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so, I probably should have done it when I was much younger. So have you given up your dream of the converted van for the airplane now? Like no, the, no. The, oh, oh, I okay. can't do both. But well, it, you could. Well, you're you a buzz. You're a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you can only choose on. one thing in your <laughs> life, Eric. <laughs> only one. You're only allowed one dream in your entire I'm life just, and you need listen. to choose now. <laughs> just listen. I mean, it's not a cheap hobby is all I'm saying. All right. Then but, cool. but what hobby is, but what hobby is cheap? Oh my gosh. Are any of them? No, they no. Really are. I'm going to sign up for horseback riding lessons. Cause I just think that would be cool. And but that's true. You know how much those are? That's like flying a oh, that's yeah. like flying an airplane. It is. It, it is not cheap. I'm gonna do hopefully the slightly less expensive version of it. But um <laughs> what is that? It's you like ride three, a donkey? No, it's three, actually we have a very large dog you can ride. It's, it's just a it's just a herd of great Danes. And I'm just gonna do it as like a continuing ed program where mm-hmm. I'm hoping I don't get some old nag with a sway back that you know. <laughs> that doesn't want to move. You ever been on one of those trail rides? I always had the, the horse. It was like 
yeah, I'm tired of doing what everyone's doing. I'm just going to go off on my own now. You know, <laughs> and it would just like decide to veer off in its own direction. My other philosophy on this is that, and this is a complete, well, it's, it's has a lot to do with it, but it's a little bit of a side. I firmly believe that men are, are not biologically built to be horseback riders. Okay, if you know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I get that. I, I get that. Well, I also too, I, I also went on a couple of dates with a, with a girl who was, who had a horse and was big into the horseback riding. So of course, you know, one of the first things we did, she said, well, let's go horseback riding. Mm. And I was so happy to just not be on that horse. Uh, it was just, I was just like, oh, please, just, yeah. can this, just can this be done? I will, I will take you to the most expensive restaurant right, if we can right. stop this now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> empty nesters. Well, it's weird to go buy empty bedrooms and mm -hmm. I don't know about you before you had kids, but many, many meals were consumed in front of the TV. <laughs> and then it became, we're all eating dinner together. And we would yes. all, you know, sit in, and I still really enjoy that ritual of eating dinner together and just mm -hmm. chatting about stuff. Yeah. Um, I've already had a taste of this uh, yeah. for uh, really just kind of for the past year. And what's beautiful about it is, is that there's nobody to check in with as far as scheduling wise, except for a significant other. Right. So right. if you have, and so, like you said, if you decide, Hey, tonight, I don't want to cook. Yeah. You can go have a bowl of cereal or you can run out to Weggies and go get yourself a, yeah. you know, get, get, pick up yourself a meal or you can like, I'm, I became a, an egg burrito specialist. So oh, a couple, a couple, couple of eggs with mm. some cheese and maybe some avocado on a, uh, on a tortilla and boom, you're done. You know, you've got uh, a decent meal in about five minutes with minimal cleanup, which is what I'm all about. I'm yeah. all about that. I mean, grilled cheese these days is about as complicated as it gets. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, Gunga you Din is in... perfectly happy with that. So it Do you put stuff well. in your cheese? In, I in totally your don't. I'm, it is so dull. But I will say this, using a panini press makes a much yummier grilled cheese than just regular. Oh, so you have like the, the stripes on yours. I do. But anyway, I, I don't know. I was, it made me flash back the whole empty nest thing, the whole kids in college and you hear stories about it. You know, they all have their own refrigerators. They don't have to worry about like apartment living where you're sharing a refrigerator with people which really can cause issues where somebody's getting into your food, they're eating your stuff or I would often have roommates who would purely by accident, but like my silverware would find its way into the disposal. You know? What? Oh yeah. How I mean, that, what? stuff like that happened all the time. It would just fall in the sink and somebody would go to run it and clankety clank. There was another spoon lost. Oh my um, goodness. I, yeah. I can't believe you're actually saying that. Yeah, really. I, I, don't, don't think doesn't. I, I mean, that's the first thing I do before I run the dish. The, the garbage disposal is look to make sure it's. That oh there's no. no Many, yeah. many a spoon was lost, but you know, in the dorm, I just, I remember not really thinking about it at that age. Like, I don't know, we would have after dinner bathroom dates. We just didn't care. And to think about having to go and share a public bathroom with somebody now, it's just like, yeah, nope. I've been there and done that. I don't, I don't wish to do that anymore. Completely I understand. I don't yeah, know no, if that's, completely understand. you know, getting older or. or no, look, I, I was, I've always been that way. Like I said, I, I didn't do it when I. I didn't do it when I had the chance because I figured, you know what, I do I need to share a bathroom with 25 or 50 other people on my floor? No, thank you. Um, and zero privacy. 
Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, this whole scenario of having to wear like shower shoes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just got really old. In fact, Sophia was just washing her, her shower shoes the other day and buying a new little shower caddy because the shower caddy she had was too big. I thank God I didn't have to do any of that. Nonsense. Yeah. But again, guys are a little different. I mean, I would literally would have, if it was just me, like a bar of soap would have been mm-hmm. it. And that soap on a rope would have come, <laughs> come in, in handy. Did you it's ever like the flavor ever, flave thing around your neck? That big. Did rope. you? So we used to buy my dad Hilarious. or my mom for Christmas the jinete or whatever oh, it was. Yeah, had like the gift box or whatever, oh, sure. and in it was soap on a rope. Yeah, I mean, where did that go? I've I've not seen soap on a rope. I think we got to bring it back. I did a lot of cleaning today. I I feel like I have uh, I've had a productive day today. I don't know. I'm just wondering if you clean like I do. I do what I call ADD cleaning, and I'm not poking fun at all at anyone who has ADD, ADHD, because actually I am quite sure I have undiagnosed ADD because I am very easily this squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Johnny object. (laughs) (laughs) It's ADD on so many levels. Here's one way it is. I'll be in one room doing something and then I'll go upstairs to do throw in a load of wash. But while I'm upstairs, I see something else Mm. and I end up like tearing apart a whole closet. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And then I go back downstairs and I'm like, oh, my God, I was in the middle of doing this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you do that? All the time. In fact, I was literally in the middle of that when I, I so, yeah, so I've been doing my garage. And so what I'll do is I'll find something in the garage that I know that I need to take care of. It needs to go somewhere else. And then I walk inside the house. And then the next thing you know, I'm completely, I got my hands in something. I open up a cabinet and I go, oh my goodness, I can't believe this cabinet is so dirty. And then I start cleaning that cabinet. Yeah. And, then, and then I go back and I'm like, oh darn, you know what? I forgot. I was doing that back there. Oh yeah. It's completely, it's out of control my so thankfully i'm alone right so there's nobody here right nobody else is coming in the house i'm not inviting anybody in the house most of it right now is contained to the basement and the garage Mm -hmm. but but i do have yeah so i have to be really careful because i'm easily distracted Uh, (gasps) yeah i mean so like today i was looking for something we have this little handheld fire safe we have some important papers in there that, God forbid, the house goes up in flames. We grab that and get out and we at least have some of our life in there. I I had it open and thought I had set the key nearby like months ago. Eric, this has been on my floor with the lock undone so it won't close properly. <laughs> it's been like at my feet by my desk. I've been tripping over it. I'm not kidding for months. And probably three months it's been sitting there. And I, I'm like, I, I, I hated to tell Ted this because he's Mr. If you just put things back where they go, you'll never lose them. Hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I easy for him to say, right? I didn't put this key back <laughs> and now I can't find it. And so I thought, okay, today I'm just going to spend a few minutes. I had two things I was digging through the house for today. Um, my Jack Skellington pillows that I made for uh, fall decor for my front bench and this darn key. I looked, I mean, I tore stuff apart. I vacuumed under my desk. I tore everything out that was around my desk. I vacuumed and I'm like, oh God, these little lampshades need a lick and a promise here. So I vacuumed those off. Dust was accumulating. So it, it just went off on a big tangent. I, you know, every half hour or so I'd realize we're looking for a key. So I'd go back to the key thing. 
And I thought, I'll bet I took the key off the hook in his closet and it fell down and landed like in another box full of crap. So I took out all the boxes of things and found really fun things. But where was this? Oh, wait, wait, slow down, slow down. What what fun things did we find? Oh, you know, ridiculous things. Like I have mistletoe on an extendable pole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which seems like something that you would have but it oh, was and wait 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 who says i don't you probably do if you don't i have i have it on a, I, you know <laughs> i just put it on a selfie stick you're all set i can make my own really quickly you could well here's why i've kept them not that i need to go around and catch people under the mistletoe at mm, well i'm not gonna you know you you said it not me i know i know <laughs> but i'm thinking there must be something really funny i could put on the end of one of these so i'm just gonna hang on to them so they of course are staying in my closet from now until eternity because i might find something to put on them someday this is part of my problem <laughs> so anyway yeah what else did i find i found um i always have bubble solution because i almost always have a thing of bubbles in my purse because I'm you know, so, well- Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. A bubbles solution. You mean water and soap? Is that what you're? Is that, well, is that what? Is that yeah, what you're defining as bubble solution? It's called bubble solution when you buy it <laughs> as bubble solution. Don't it's called it bubbles. <laughs> it's called bubbles. It's soap and water. Never. <laughs> it comes. So I have like it. Somebody had a graduation party, and one of their little giveaways was right, right, right. Um, yeah, you know, party yeah. gifts. Lovely well, party it's gifts. It's a little graduation cap top that when you pull it out, there's a you know bubble wand on it. Whatever. Hey, look at you're stuck in the doctor's office for 20 minutes. When do bubbles not make things more fun? Are you are, are you actually blowing bubbles at the doctor's office? Yeah, wherever. I mean, if it's boring, I'm That's taking wonderful. out the wand and I'm blowing bubbles like that. That is wonderful. Why wouldn't I, you? I, 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 I can you do me a favor? Can you take a picture of that? Can you take a video of that? Yeah, I think or, that, that is wonderful. Well, here's where it's really fun to do it. Like if you're on a bus or public transit or something for people to see bubbles floating by is just it's about I'm mean, like, I think it instantly makes you revert back to your childhood and have happy thoughts. Am I right? It, of, like, of course. No, look, are happy. I, they're Glinda the good witch. They're they're just happy. They they totally are. Yes. Anyway, so 100%. I found some of my auxiliary bubble solution in there, but this key was in that closet on the hook where it's supposed to be. So you found it. I found it. And this little sentry safe is finally backward. Oh, success. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm just telling you that alone has just given me such a rush today. (laughs) Anyway, so the ADD cleaning was on fire today in my house and it just is endless. Yes. Oh, that's well, that's the other problem is that it, it never ends. There's no, no it, it, you, you think, look, I'm just happy sometimes then when I can just get a room done, like I, I can walk yeah. away from a room and go, okay, that room is done. Right. By the way, by the end of the weekend, I've, I have made myself a promise. If I have to stay up all night, I have to finish my garage. Yeah. Uh, one, you need to 100%. be able to pull your car back in. Well, yes. So that's the number one thing is, is that I, I had this thing about if you have a garage, it should be for cars, not for junk. So yes. that's that's the number one thing because yep. your junk is definitely not worth as much as your or more than your more well, than your cars are. And we've talked about this before, just you know, not on the show, but I am always amazed at how many people, even just on my street in my neighborhood, don't use their garage. It's full of junk, and they park outside. I'm like, in the winter where we live. I'm sorry. I just want to get in my car and go. I don't want to stand there and try to scrape an inch of ice off the windshield before I can leave the driveway. I'm totally with you. I 100% agree. So mm-hmm. that will be my, that will be, I'll be in that same bliss that you're in mm-hmm. as soon as my garage is done. Well, that's was our other thing. We've got to, at some point, we've got to do a little, uh, a little update on what we've gotten rid of. Okay. I've- so today when I was cleaning, 
do you know what desk chocolate is? Like at your desk, do you have any kind of treat? It could be gum, it could be chocolate, it could be hard candy. A lot of people have what I like to call desk chocolate, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I'm, I, 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 that scares me. That that <laughs> phrase, that that I, I'm I'm a little fearful. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, to you. all right. When you said that, I thought. Oh, oh my goodness. I feel like you're deprived. Now I'm going to buy you some desk chocolate. You know, every once in a while, you're feeling a little peckish and you want something sweet. I really, because of my reflux, should not ever have chocolate, but dark chocolate is a little more tolerable. And I was cleaning out my sewing bin today. It's like my things that are on deck to be mended. And in there, I found a bag of Ghirardelli dark chocolate salted caramel candy, individually, individually wrapped. So I was really psyched about that. So I rewarded myself for cleaning things out with a piece of desk chocolate. Just a single piece? Yeah. The sad thing is I probably shouldn't even have one piece, but when I have one, it doesn't, nine times out of 10, it doesn't bother my reflux and I Mm. feel like I've had a treat and I can revel in that for a moment. So So I shouldn't, so I shouldn't tell you that I ate about quarter of a gallon of ice cream before we <laughs> we did our before we got on 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 the recording here I, I and right and by the way right out of the container i rewarded myself i didn't have any desk chocolate yeah, you know what yeah, I had? yeah i had i walked over to the freezer and went oh look at this ice cream well i mean we had been talking about being at home and being empty nesters and eating in front of the tv i i mean I think eating out of containers goes hand in hand with that. So good on you. Yeah. I went to town. Yeah. Good for you. Well, I enjoyed every morsel. I I have to know this though. When you're eating that, are you eating that with like a regular teaspoon that you'd eat with, or are you eating that with like a serving spoon that you can barely get your mouth around? Like what are you eating? Well, I have a pretty, I have a pretty big mouth. So I don't necessarily know that there's anything that there's, I mean, no, I'm not eating with a (laughs) serving (laughs) spoon. I mean, I feel like if you're going to eat out of the carton, go for the I mean, maybe spoon. like a, yeah, maybe not, maybe, maybe more like a, a, a soup spoon. Okay. All instead right. Instead of a, yeah, I'm not eating it like, it's not like a ladle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Hey, you know what we should do someday when there's no COVID to be found in the world? We should have a dinner party where you have to, everybody has to eat with the most ridiculous utensil, right? Like, yeah, like a ladle would be great or one of those serving forks, like a cookie scooper. You know, we're doing this. All right. We're doing uh, look, this. I still think we need to have a, a cereal party again. I think that, I think the throwback that cereal party. That was the best. That was the to, best. Yeah. And for I, anybody, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but I used to host this. This is before I married Ted too. We used to host, they were called breakfast parties where we would serve every kind of cereal that we weren't allowed to have as kids. And I, mm. I feel like we did talk about this on the show at some point ages ago. Well, but we would buy for, things, those, for those of you yeah. who are new listeners, you got yeah. This is, this was so much fun. Like we, we'd buy like Captain Crunch. You brought Apple Jacks, I think, to one of my Apple Jacks and spray cheese. I don't know what the <laughs> hell that was about. But I, like I would have chocolate lactate milk. This is back when I could have chocolate and we'd have peanut butter crunch and I'd have it in chocolate milk. Like we would have all the things we were not allowed to have as kids for breakfast, a whole table full of adults indulging in junky cereals. And it was a riot. It we was, had a, we had, we had a fun, I think we listened to all kinds of crazy alternative music and I'm we sure. laughed and 
And well, the best part was, is that we got to eat as much cereal as we wanted to. Yeah. And there was no one to stop us. We were the authorities. It was great. I would come home from high school and have like three bowls of cereal when I was a kid. Cereal. My mother would be like, my, my mother would be like, if you're hungry, there's a, there's a box of cereal right there. Uh, or go make yourself something. Of course, I was too lazy to. Nowadays, you know, the box of cereal costs $6. So you're like, you know, that's an expensive venture. It is an expensive venture. It really Thank- is. Thankfully, I actually like the Wegmans uh, private label brand stuff, which is not as expensive. Someday we're going to do that. Maybe we'll eat cereal with ladles. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'll bring the drop cloth for the floor. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to But Enough About Us. This has been episode 41, and we will talk to you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Find us online on the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter. And But Enough About Us at gmail.com. 